coming up this week, Splitsville is heading to downtown Disney. An opening date is announced for the return of the Main Street Electrical Parade, and some Anaheim good neighbors aren't too thrilled about Disneyland's future plans. Plus later, the team shares their favorite holiday traditions. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 635, for the week of November 11th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey. Tony Spatel. Hello. And Luella Loriola. Hi, everyone. And, of course, Mary Jo and Michael are traveling home uh, in the next day or so from Podcast Cruise 6.0. And I trust they had a wonderful time. Looks like they did. Um, Looked like a lot of fun was had by all. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. No, I'm so jealous. I wish right? I were there. Um, so, and I and I think that means that the shows, the Orlando shows, will be back to normal this week with the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show on Monday, uh, the Orlando Show live on Tuesday for the for their, for their final week, uh, the Universal Show live on Thursday, and Diz Pop on Friday. Um, again, this is the final week for the Orlando Show, but also the final week for our show for the year. Um, we will be back the first of the year with more new shows. Um, the daily fix will actually continue, um, every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, um, except for probably, um, Christmas, actually Christmas days on a Sunday. So, um, it wouldn't have gone anyway. So, um, maybe like the 23rd or something like that. They may take one day off, but otherwise, um, daily fix will continue through the holiday. Um, hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. Um, if you want to listen live to us, uh, I was December, did I? What? What did I, what did what? I say? I don't know. They're, they're correcting me in the, in the chat room. I, oh, did I say November? I don't think I did. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's anything is possible right now. In the intro, I said November. I may have. It's, it's, okay. it's entirely possible. Uh, you know, this year's gone by so right? fast. I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, hello to our friends listening live. Um, if you want to listen live, we're on Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R, every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Actually, I did get the month wrong. And I am sick, yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, so hopefully yeah, I, make it, I, make it, I make it through the show, yeah. And what's weird, did I say for the week of December, uh, November 11th? I, I, it's right in front of me, it says December 11th, so... So that's really it's weird. Okay. That's really weird if I said November. Um, any housekeeping? Save me someone. Okay, well, I'll start. Okay, um, thank you. <laughs> Go and, Yeah, so I'm, believe it or not, uh, the Disneyland Half Marathon signups are already this Tuesday. That's what, December September? 13th. Yes, for okay. September 2007. Okay. It occurs during Labor 2017. Day 2017. 17, 2017. See, now you caught what I have. 
Yeah. Uh, so if you are interested in running a 5K, 10K, the kids' races for your children or the half, um, please sign up uh, this Tuesday, December 13th. Sign up start at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you can just go to the rundisney.com website. And it's a lot of fun, and I really encourage you. You, you know, there's different races for all your different levels, and uh, I do it every single year. So if you feel alone, you can just you know contact me, and I'd love to meet you and run with you. Uh, they have a. a the theme is not out yet, and I'm shocked how early we have to sign up, but uh, the 5K will be on September 1st, the 10K on September 2, um, as well as the kids' races, and then the half is September 3. So, um, But these do f- sell out right away, so if you are interested, I really urge you to go uh, on rundisney.com on the day that it opens at 9 a.m. this Tuesday. Now, I, I, I zone out because I'm sick. Is that when annual pass, pass holders or is that general public? That's general public. Annual pass holders were already, already uh, okay. last week. Okay. Yeah. And so, but and, they don't but really. They, they, what? Like, they actually they, have some spots left? Shock. No, 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 no. Because they only release so many to annual pass holders, right? Yeah. 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 They only okay. release a small amount. It's like annual pass holders, DBZ, DBC. Um, yeah. And then the majority, about 90%, are released on Tuesday. Okay. Cool. That's that makes it a little more fair. Has anybody seen the Frozen show lately? No. No. Okay, so I caught it last Sunday. And I don't know if it was due to a illness in the cast or what happened, but they cut the opening number. Hmm. So, you know, the That's weird. the lights come up and they do the zoom into the mountains and the snow. And then it instantly switches to the two girls playing in this, playing with the snow. It skipped the whole ice skating section. Do you think because it's wow. off-season? Say again? In, do you think because maybe we're in a, like, technically an off-season? I don't know, but it was just a weird cut because it, then the show doesn't really open with a song. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, eventually you get into... Do you want to build a snow? Well, no. I mean, after the trolls come and all that, and, or the troll king comes, yeah. and finally you get into a song, but that's, that's I mean, the depressing song. Um, yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm going this weekend. And okay. I'm going to see, if, see it. See, yeah, you know, it could have been that, you know, the little, Don't little. Don't force yourself to go see the, it. Little no. Kristoff <laughs> was sick or something, or. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. then, but then, um, the curtain call. They cut that way down too, because used to it was like each individual group of of people would bow. This time it was like four groups, and that was it. It was like all the chorus, and then like the four um, the four sub, and then like Kristoff and Olaf bowed, and then the two sisters bowed, and that was it. They didn't break them down any further like they normally do, because normally they would have, like, the king and the queen bow by themselves, and the two gir- the two ladies that pay- play um, the Anna and Elsa's yeah. kids bow by themselves, and it's none like of that. like a full-on Broadway Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, it was none of that. It was just boom, 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 done. So th- that may have just been for sake, for sake of time, I don't know. Now, so. was the theater full? Was Yeah, it was full. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah. 
This was like weird. The, yeah, first That's show. Weird. I think it was the first show on Sunday. First or second show. Anyway, just an observation. All right. Did anybody see pictures anywhere else of this push cart up and down the parade route I, selling pizza? I did. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like nine dollars a slice, forty five dollars for a whole pizza. Now, which is which is about what you pay at Pizza Port and Right. I'm assuming it's coming from the same kitchen and the same box and the same freezer, but So basically they're trying to accommodate the people waiting for the waiting in the long lines for right, the parade. I guess. Yeah. Which I makes sense. I-, I mean it's nice that they're finally trying to tap that market. With crap pizza? Well, it's easier to move around than some things. Yeah, true. I mean, what is it? It's I mean, it's, it's eight or eight or nine in, in at Pizza Port too, isn't it? It's not that much more. Yeah, it's the same yeah. price. I guess if I was sitting there with my kids, I would. I would probably... buy them a slice. Yeah, yeah. Because a hot dog yeah, isn't. Wait there. Because yeah. they do hot dogs too. Up. Yeah. It's crazy. But I don't think know. there's anywhere else you can get pizza along the route. You know, there's no stand selling no. pizza, so uh-huh. that's probably the easiest way to get. I I it. don't I don't know that it could pay forty five dollars for a whole pizza, but a couple slices maybe. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for that pizza. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else in housekeeping? Um. Do you want to? Talk about the construction and it's how it's coming along it's, for the it's, new. It's looking crazy. It is okay. So um, they're you know as we talked about in a previous show, they are um, moving security to the parking structure, the McKean Friends parking structure. Well, that, they're, and they're, so, they're splitting up security all over the place. Yes, all over the place. But they're putting a security check stand. So when you come down the escalators, it's actually the new area is outside of the normal walled-in tram area. Yeah. Um, so it makes you wonder, well, how the heck am I supposed to get over to this new thing? Well, I sat down and I talked to one of the cast members um, working in that area, and they said they're actually changing the tram route. And you can see where they have the wall set up for the tram to continue going underneath the structure. You know how it loops underneath the escalators un- inside the structure <coughs> and then pops out. Well, it's going to go down farther and wrap around yeah. the new um, the new area. Again, so, so they're changing the whole route. Again, so this eliminates the 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 um, the bag check that is near La Brea Breakery Express. Eliminates that. Mm-hmm. And in turn, there is a checkpoint at Mickey and Friends. There's a checkpoint... On two points of downtown Disney, one by ESPN Zone and Rainforest Cafe, and another between Rain F- between ESPN and Earl's Sandwich, and then another coming out from um, the Grand Nair Anna and Elsa's boutique between Anna and Elsa and Sephora, right? Yep. So, yeah. Yep. yeah. Whew, and okay. Jennifer in the chat room says she saw metal detectors have gone up by Earl okay. of Sandwich okay. yesterday. So they, and they t- they said by so the end the of the update. year, so they may make it. But they, what we were talking before the show that they've got to get all four done before they can open any of them because it's, yeah. it's pointless to have just one of them open. 
And we'll talk more and that about that walkway is gone. Yeah. I know sometimes I would wa- do that walkway with my kids if they're sleeping mm-hmm. in a stroller. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but it's totally gone now. We'll talk about the wow. east east side in a little bit. All right. Um, all right. Time for news. Um, there's one story uh, before Tony gets started that we missed last week because we pre-recorded. Sorry. I feel bad now, Keith. Um, the, the disc has confirmed that Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey at Universal Studios Hollywood is no longer being operated with the 3D effect. Nice. Surprising to no one. Um, unlike the similar attractions at Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios Japan, uh, and writers in Hollywood had to wear 3D glasses when experiencing the attraction. The 3D, the 3D effect unfortunately led to a larger number of guests complaining about motion sickness after the experiencing, after experiencing the attraction in Hollywood. Um, according to a tweet from Universal Studios, they are currently testing the change and have not determined when the test will conclude. Hmm. So is that a good thing, Nancy? You're not gonna write yeah. it anyway. Why am I asking you? No, I actually write. I actually double Dramamine. I, I nice. ride the okay. one in in Florida. Okay. I have to take like two Dramamine within a couple hours before I go. But okay. but yeah, no, I actually really enjoy that ride. So I have not done it in 3D. Okay. I've done it in 3D here, and it was really nauseous. It is. And yeah. um, I had to take a Dramamine before. I enjoyed it. I liked that it was different than Florida. But honestly, after I wrote it, I was like, I can't go on that for a bit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it might be. And I think my, my son doesn't get nauseous. And um, he wrote both. I don't know if it enhanced it more. I mean, he liked it either way. So mm-hmm. regardless of the 3D effect, um, I don't think it's going to be a big loss. Okay. Um, I, do we expect to ever see 3D again? I'd say they're going to uh, try it at some point. Really? I I would say that this might be something, you know, that they're going to get used to for a while. They'll try and pop it back on. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be I th- that much I think if it. they can get away with it, they'll leave it off because... It's cheaper. Cheaper. Yeah, one less yep. thing to mm-hmm. have to clean the glasses. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's true. Due to guest demand. Uh, all right, here's Tony with the rest of the news that's fit to news, that's fit to okay. tell, that's fit to read. Go ahead, sorry. Splitsville Luxury Lanes is coming to Disneyland. So Splitsville is, according to their press release, a fabulous retro eatery and bowling alley, except that it's not your typical mid-century bowling alley. There's an extensive menu, including fresh rolled sushi, gourmet appetizers, hand-cut steaks, and classics like burgers, Crinkle cut fries and hand tossed pizzas. Um, and you'll just so you know, according to the Disney Parks blog, the this upcoming location will be the first Splitsville in the state of California, and will offer a unique combination of dining, bowling, and live entertainment with 600 restaurant seats. Wow, that's huge! A large outdoor patio overlooking the downtown Disney District, two full service bars, and 20 luxury bowling lanes. And it's going to open up in late 2017, just across from Tortilla Joe's. People is rave take, about the one in Orlando. Is and it going to take, take parking away? No. It's going. I'm assuming it's going where House of Blues was, correct? Yes, yeah. yeah, correct. It's that. 
okay. That just seems like well, 600 yes. feet. I'm just, you know, you don't spatially have issues. I'm well, trying to figure out how it's all going to fit. Well, six, and, you figure how many people usually go for a bowling game? You know, no, usually I, you've I, got about five or six people. No, no. So that's not, that's yeah. not, no, it's, it's 600 be... restaurant seats that I'm trying I to figure know. out where they're going to fit. 600 Up, upstairs. Didn't they, didn't you say that the balcony, the, the balcony is going to be upstairs or the patio is going to be upstairs? There isn't a patio upstairs right now, is there? Yeah. It'll, maybe it's multi-level. Yeah. And that's how so maybe they bowl, Maybe it'll be bowling on the bottom and restaurant on the top or something. Maybe they're flip-flopping the... Or maybe it's bowling on both and and restaurant. I mean, look at all the models that, that are shall, currently out there to We shall with. never know. And didn't the one... Is the one in Florida... Um, is the one in Florida's double floors? Two floors? Because it went into... It went into Virgin, a tall yeah. space. Yeah, I don't know. It went into Virgin and Virgin was two levels. I thought how many how many does anybody know how many uh lanes are in the in the florida version and our chat room what do you yeah. got for us That's right come on do some make sure somebody google can't be that many i mean it's it can't be like a full-size full-size bowling alley yeah um mark in chat room says it was two floors when it was virgin okay when it was virgin so i remembered that right because i actually went into there Bowling on both, was, okay. And bowling on both, yeah. Interesting. You know what I'm curious is there is a bowling alley at the Garden Walk across that's, the street. That's the problem. So I was actually surprised that a flick was coming in right. because I didn't think a bowling alley was needed when there was just one across the street. So okay. I think this will do very well, but the one across the street is going to be hurt. This, yes. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, we already killed killed the we already killed the the movie the the theater movie yeah. theater. Now we're now we're gonna kill the kill the bowling alley as well. But but then they have House of Blues now, so yeah. that's true. But a, a bowling alley, I I can't imagine that bowl, the that bowling alley lasting with Splitsville. No, God no. Yeah, which now which one is it? Is it um the one is over it, um, ultra ultra lux or something at at it's at um, it's called Bullmore. okay Bullmore, oh, yeah okay so it's not one of the big one of the big chains it's a chain it's but a I chain. don't think it's yeah. as, it's or, not very big or I should say it's not one of the the hipster chains yes like not, um, lucky strike which one was the other one that like lucky strike or or like um. What was the one that used to be in Universal City Walk? Or is still in Universal City Walk? Yeah, I don't remember the name, but it's if, an entertainment. I mean, there's yeah, there's a restaurant in there and you can hang out. So it's it's <coughs> targeting the same crowd. Right. But um if I'm going to Garden Walk, I'm going to go to House of Blues. I'm not going to go bowling. Right. Or I'm going to go to Fire and Ice and get Mongolian. Yeah. Food all over the place. Oh, oh 30, 30 lanes, lanes in Orlando. Wow, there's no way they're going to fit 30 lanes in that building. It's going to be 20 lanes. Is it? But it yeah. Okay, it's going to be 20, 10 on each floor probably. I would say it's probably going to be 10 on each floor. But I believe they're knocking down that building, so they're going to just build it from the oh, ground up. Oh, that's right. You're right. 
Yeah, so, so that means the entrance will probably come out for pop out farther than House of Blues did. Yeah, well, no, they're, they're going, but they're going to go further back too. Yeah, okay. I guess we'll see. Yeah, because they, they're they're going to go further. How back. How much room do they have to go further back? There, there was not... like a, there was like a cast member cast member break room that they're going to okay. get rid of that they're going to lose. Okay. So. Ooh, somebody's heavy breathing. Say you, Tom. No, not me. <laughs> and we're we're waiting for Tony to come back. He's having a little technical difficulties. To yeah. Read that second news story. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, for one, would actually go when we're staying over at night. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's there Skype. Tony. Maybe. Okay. I think it's going to be. All right, we're ready. Yeah, we got gotcha. you. We're ready for that second news story, Tony. Okay. Let me get back. You don't get to have where any I'm supposed to be. Oh yeah, they, oh, the Mixler wants to know where you're at this week. I'm in Greenville, South Carolina. There you go. And it's cold. It's cold everywhere. So, some businesses a lot. I am just too dumb. Yeah, no, sorry about that. Tony loses a lung there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Flying doesn't help when you have a cold. Oh, I got no. an ear infection. Oh, I okay. know. Here we go. Ready? Do yeah, I do go. three, two, one? Nope. Keep going. Oh, really? You're just going to let that cough stand? Yes, I am. <laughs> what about your cough? Did you edit out your cough? Are you no, editing I out your cough? No. Okay, good. Then what if I, what if I decide to throw up? How far can I push this? I'm just saying. You might. I Don't. Don't. Don't tempt don't you, yeah, me, yeah, Tom. Yeah. Whatever you do, okay. just don't fart loud. Oh yeah, like Nancy did that one time. I... No, that is my chair, my uh, vinyl chair. All right, let Tony read a story. Okay. Okay. I'm still breathing. Some, bus- yeah, some businesses along a one-block stretch of Harbor Boulevard have raised serious concerns over Disneyland's Eastern Gateway project, a massive proposal that would dra- dramatically change how visitors coming from the east get into the theme park. With Star Wars land well under construction, Disney plans to develop, as we know, a 23-acre parcel lying several motels and restaurants at Line Harbor Boulevard. Plans, of course, include a seven-story parking structure with nearly 7,000 slots and a security checkpoint welcoming those about to cross a 15-foot-high pedestrian bridge over harbor leading into Disneyland and California Venture. To clear the way, Disney has spent more than $100 million to buy property in the area. Part of the $1 billion push to create Star Wars land in the gateway. But Disney's going to present this at a planning commission meeting, depending on when you've listened to this, right right around recording time, and hopes to complete in 2019 this project as fast food restaurants, hotels, and other businesses worried that would choke off their business. Now the businesses, customers, and guests can just cross harbor to get to the theme parks and easily break away from the parks and return back. In Disney's plans, the route could be more complex. Guests would loop around behind the harbor businesses to enter the pedestrian bridge, going through security first. There would be no direct access to the bridge from harbor. The current harbor entrance to Disneyland isn't slated to be closed. Disney has said it will be kept open with a security checkpoint for the immediate future. The business (laughs) wants stronger assurance that an entrance will be there forever. There are preliminary discussions about Disney allowing harbor businesses to punch pathways behind their properties to the gateway so customers won't have to walk as far to enter the queue. It's sort of like they are dumping their problems into our backyard, said 
Robert Harbin, a spokesman for the Harbor Boulevard Merchants Coalition, a group of some of the local business owners. It's not our intention to delay the project. We're just asking for reasonable accommodations and to flesh out ideas that would be good for the entire block. We want to work with Disney. For several months, a Disney spokeswoman said company officials have been working with neighboring business owners. We have held a series of productive meetings with neighboring businesses, owners with neighboring business owners to listen to concerns and gather input. Input said who, Tom? Susie Brown. Yes. We have responded to their feedback and have been encouraged by the positive responses from many of the group to work together to find creative solutions. Scott Frisbee, whose family owns the nearby McDonald's, is concerned that to connect to the new Disneyland Gateway, the restaurant would have to give up space for a special walkway. It's an impractical idea, he said. They are asking us to create a walkway for people to walk across our property to their gateway. But we have a liability and responsibility once we have the public on our property. Not only that, but we would... That would require us to remove some of our parking stalls, and parking is already scarce in that area. Paul Sanford, a manager for Wincombe Management and Development, which oversees the Anaheim Plaza Inn and Suites, said Disney's plans are being still being developed and no one should rush to conclusions. With change, it's never easy. There's always concerns with change. I think Disney will come up with real positive options. I have a lot of confidence. <coughs> the good news is... Excuse me. Well, Winco, do, Winco doesn't want to rock the boat right now because they're they're the ones that have a bunch of those AAA four diamond hotels in the works. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, blah blah blah, money, all this good stuff. Um, so Disney is also trying to spread out where people go through metal detectors instead of having them clustered around the Esplanade between Disneyland and Disney California Adventure like they are now. Visitors on foot coming from the south would take a 600-mile pathway along Disney Way for the bridge's entrance. The bridge would be built on the site of the Carousel Inn, which Disney purchased for $32 million last year, and would take guests to the Esplanade, which holds the ticket booths for the parks. I think this episode needs to be called the coffee episode. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I I understand their issues. I'm I'm And part of what I love about Disneyland is being able to, even though I don't always partake, being able to walk across to right. McDonald's if I want to. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like you yeah, know I'm, I I you know to to walk from the the hotels like the the was it the Desert Inn Suites or whatever even the Candy Cane it's just right there, and to have yeah. to go all the way around back that's just ridiculous. I I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of um, pushback on this. Well, and of course, Disney would rather you not go there and eat with, I mean, spend money on, on their stuff. And if you make it less convenient. But they're also, they don't have enough hotels. They don't have enough hotel rooms to piss off, excuse me, the good neighbor hotel owners. I know. They've, they've got to treat them right. So we'll see how it goes. All right, thank you, Tony. Uh, rapid fire time. Let's start with Nancy. Ooh, I know, right? Well, okay. Since I am the party girl of <laughs> yes, that's what everybody says. Nancy, yeah. the party girl Johnson. Well, okay. Since Mary Jo Wakamoli is not here, mm-hmm. um, then I, you know, she is the party queen of the, of the team. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I get to tell you all about all of your ways not to be in Disneyland. 
on New Year's. Yes, right. For New Year's Eve. Stay home, people. Stay home. <laughs> they, and, they, as, and you can go to our article on the Diz um, to to see this if you forget anything I've told you. But um, they just published out the special New Year's dining options. And so they have a few different things. And probably sold out already is the uh, Grand Californian Snapper Rose New Year's Eve options. Um, elegant four-course dinner. They'll be served starting between 5.30 and 6.30 p.m. It's a wine country feast of winter season classics for 130 They'll also host a New Year's Eve dance party starting at 8.15 p.m. That includes live music, a champagne reception, and a five-course tasting menu. The party goes until 1 a.m. and costs $250 plus an optional $65 wine pairing. Now, at the Disneyland Hotel, Steakhouse 55 is going to extend the celebration with a special dinner menu on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So if you can't get into one, try the other. Um, the menu has is going to have Kumamoto oysters, a center-cut filet mignon with crab meat salad, and a Manjari bittersweet chocolate terrine. I love Manjari chocolate. You might have spelled it wrong, though. Yeah, probably. I'm just saying. Um, I actually have a big block of it downstairs in my kitchen. I just copied from Manjari. the Parks blog, I'm sure. I know, Manjari chocolate. It's made by Valrona, and it has like a slight cherry flavor to it. Um, anyway, it's going to have berries and white Godiva Anglais. Um, and dinner is 65 plus an optional 35 wine pairing. That is really a good value, if you think about it. Um, and Paradise Pier, the PCH Grill, is going to have special New Year's Eve version of their buffet from 5 to 10 p.m. Um, plus, the ballroom will be the home for a family-friendly celebration, including characters and a balloon drop that goes until 12.30 a.m. Um, the cost is $75 for adults and $25 for, for kids from 3 to 11. Now, um... In, inside Disneyland Park, there's going to be some special menus. The Carnation Cafe is doing a surf and turf featuring sirloin and shrimp for 20 And Cafe Orleans is offering braised short ribs for $23. Um, Blue Bayou has a petite New York sirloin strip on roasty potato cake. Or, or is that a rosty potato cake? With crab meat and asparagus. With Cafe Olay sauce and Bernays for $44. So, anyway, call for reservations. And it sounds like a pretty fun-filled uh, special evening at the go. Disneyland Resort. Happy New Year. Woohoo! All right, I will go next. Uh, Ray-Ban has introduced a new series of their limited edition Mickey Mouse uh, versions of their classic Wayfarer sunglasses. Um, now, the Parks blog didn't uh, talk about this, but these were out earlier because I have a pair in my hands, except they're destroyed and I can't wear them anymore. Uh, so the the previous versions were the classic black wayfarer, mm-hmm. except um, either on the full interior or the full exterior, they had Mickey Mouse print. So like mine, if you look from the outside, it's all black, but on the inside, it's rocking the Mickey. Um, so the new version, this time around, the arms, the outside arms of the glasses have the Mickey Mouse print, and then the full front face is solid black. So that's kind of cool. Um, 
However, let's talk price. A hundred and ninety dollars. I was just going to ask you how much over the cost of a normal Wayfarer were those. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and I think last time they were like one seventy five. So, um, yeah. And of course, because they now are limited edition, there are no discounts available. Because I'm sure before I paid, I I got my discount on them. Um, so you'll find these at the Sunglass Icon, both the store and the kiosk in Downtown Disney, and at the Sunglass Icon, uh, Sunglass Icon kiosk in front of the Horndog Castle in California Adventure. And guests are limited to only two pair. Well, it's about time they've started. You notice that's been a trend that they've been limiting? The number of things right. you can get. Yeah. And I am really, really happy about that. And I'm sure a lot of guests yeah. are because. And, I, and I'm happy to see these back because they're, they're really kind of cool. So, a little subtle, yeah. subtle Mickey. Did yeah, you used to wear yours with just a white, a white shirt on in, in your undies? At yes, home? exactly. Well, no, it was a pink button up, but yes. Now, Tom, I think yes. there was a, a 2,000 limit. Is it 1,000 in California and 1,000 at. Walt Disney World? I, I'm not sure. I didn't no? see. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. You would think. Well, no. I mean, because they'd probably send more to Florida, but because they're just like that. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, Luella, what did you got? So, um, we all know that the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is having its final checkout on January 2, but if you want to participate in a glamorous <coughs> event, uh, tickets are now available for their this awesome final farewell on for January 1st. Uh, the event starts at 10 p.m. and will last until 1 a.m. And it will feature live music, a delicious dessert buffet, and beverages such as coffee, soda, and water. You'll get to enjoy riding the Tower of Terror in its original version. Um the entertainment will include the plucky Silver Lake sisters. Mm-hmm. There's going to be special photo locations. Um, for an additional cost, you can purchase signature non-alcoholic beverages and cocktails. You'll also get a commemorative keepsake, keepsake uh, for purchase. And you'll have a last opportunity to purchase the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror merchandise. Plus, you'll get free parking after 8 p.m. And they're going for this old Hollywood vibe, so they encourage all the guests to dress in their <laughs> finest Hollywood Golden Age era. Um, but uh, this is not free. It will cost an additional $95 per person plus tax and gratuity. And you can purchase these tickets at 714-781-DINE. So if you want to be one of the last to ride Tower of Terror... There's this opportunity. You'd, you'd think they would have gone with the, the the after dark version of the ride. Well, no, because they're oh, trying yeah. to go classic. I guess, or maybe have one 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 shaft one do wrong. one shaft do the regular and one shaft do the after dark. They probably can't even do that, huh? No, I'm probably not, has to be yeah. both. They probably have to, yeah. But but they're you know, Disney; they a, can do anything. <laughs> this is a lot of money, though, for three hours, and this is the only ride. Yeah, and not even getting you know carbonated beverages. They're giving soda. Oh well, yeah, but the alcoholic, Still. the non-alcoholic, yeah, it's additional. 
Yeah, if you want anything other than a soda. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. I just, I, it's so much for, I mean, is anybody else getting tired of dessert buffets? <laughs> Especially when the dessert really, buffet many, is only a little plate. Yeah, how many cake pops can you really eat? I know. $95 worth, I guess. Yeah, right? <laughs> God. All right. The desserts are not their strong suit. Yeah, exactly. Not uh, anymore. All right, thank you, ma'am. Tony. Well, finally, where it belongs, back where it belongs, the Main Street Electrical Parade. Woo! Limited engagement from January 20th, 2017 through June 18th, 2017. And of course, all these special merchandise and food offerings inspired by the Main Street Electrical Parade, available for sale during the limited engagement. On January 19th, Disneyland Park will be holding a special after-hours hard-ticket premiere event our guests will enjoy a night of exclusive access to most Disneyland attractions and select restaurants, along with a special performance of the Main Street Electrical Parade ahead of its official public debut. Tickets are on sale already for annual pass holders and to the general and they are on sale to the general public as of December thirteenth. There you how go, much? it's coming back. Did it say how much? Is well, it better value than I don't know. You got uh, the oh, that was oh, Tom. I thought you wrote this, Tom. Mm. No, I don't have a. I can't find a price because I've clicked on every link. So I think it's ninety five dollars. Wow, that's a much better ninety five dollar value mm -hmm. to do I that. Think yeah, because you get the park. Yep, ninety five, yep. three and older, ninety five. Right, do you have your ticket, Suella? No. Do we know what the food is yet? Have, have they said what the food is yet? I, I mean, I know Tom didn't write that down in the article, but... No, it doesn't say. I don't believe Public it. Popcorn. Yeah, I don't believe it's like a full meal. I think you get the park. Um, it's kind of like a hollow, like the Halloween party, but uh, it's this Main Street Electrical Parade, and you get the parade before everyone else. Hopefully they won't serve, you know, multicolored popcorn. Don't put it past them. Well, I mean, I know they have it in the Mickey's popcorns. Yeah. But I don't. In a collectible yeah. tin. Yes. Oh yeah. All right. Woo. Yay! All right. Thank you, Tony. Uh, thank you, everyone. That is going to do it for this segment of the Design Plugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Design Plugged podcasts this week, and of course, we will be back again with you soon. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical than it's shared. Thanks for listening.